0: Hello, friends. This episode is sponsored by Choose Life. Sister Lucia of Fatima said, there is no problem, I tell you, no matter how difficult it is that we cannot solve by prayer of the Holy Rosary. Our sponsor of today's episode is a firm believer of these words. Choose Life is a small Catholic business whose mission is to equip all Catholics with rosaries for life, and they mean it. Choose Life has silicone rosaries for babies and beautiful gemstone rosary bracelets for adults. The silicone rosaries are soothing for your little one and will also help to build wonder and love for the rosary. Imagine seeing your little one totally loving on a rosary made just for them. It's like seeing your baby hold hands with our mother Mary. And the rosary bracelets for adults, so beautiful and so well made. A really neat feature of the rosary bracelets is their bookmark crucifix charm. If you don't have time to get through a whole rosary at once, no worries. Simply use the charm to hold your place until you come back to it. To see these and more of their products, head over to their website, www.chooselife.com. That's C-H-E-W-S-L-I-F-E dot com. As a special offer to Abiding Together listeners, use the code ABIDE10 for a 10% discount at checkout. God bless.
1: Well, hello, dear friends, and welcome to season 12 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to be back with you for another season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ, and we have people from all over the world on this walk together, and you are most, most welcome. My name is Sister Miriam James, and every week I am joined by two of my very dearest friends, Michelle Benzinger and Heather Kim, and we speak about what the Lord is doing in our life, the movements of the Holy Spirit, what is breaking our hearts, what is healing us, and where the Lord is leading us to deeper relationship with Him. So wherever you find yourself today, wherever that is, you are most welcome. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Biting Together podcast, our last episode of season 12, friends. Can you believe that? Whoa! Michelle, dear, how are you today? I am
2: great. It is a spring day, and it's beautiful outside. And I mean, there's a lot going on, like we were talking about before. Just different dynamics, end of the school year. I think everyone's facing some challenging things, but... Jesus is still Lord and we're
0: still
1: mm-hmm. keeping on, keeping on.
0: Heather, how are you? At least we're telling ourselves. That. Yeah, exactly. We are still here. I mean, there's some things I have yeah. to remind myself I'm like, wait, I am still here.
1: True. And it still is the Easter season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I
0: am still breathing. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, there is good in the world still. Okay, yeah. We start sometimes start very low and then build ourselves up, you know, through the day.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, like and this.
2: um <laughs> remember to breathe, like take a deep breath, breathe in, <laughs> yeah. breathe out. Like, okay, okay you're holding your breath right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> So we still have a lot of school left over here up in Canada. So you're at the end of your school year, but we're still kind of like still going hard. Everybody's trying to hang on for dear life to get to the end. <laughs> so, anyway, we sound a little dramatic, I think. Sister, how are very you? Very
1: dramatic. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I add to the very dramatic here, but it is true. Like, I was just, pr- when I went for a little walk this day, I was like praying about that. I'm like, Lord, you know, what? it is the Easter season, and I'm just going to proclaim the truth. Of mm-hmm. your resurrection over everything and that you are the victor and that you know what, all the things that are happening right now and in, in our hearts one day it will not matter. Like <laughs> one day it will be with mm-hmm. you and one day everything that's such a big deal right now will not be a big deal. We'll look at it and be like, all right, that was something, but yeah, it's not it's not the final say, so I'm very grateful for that, and but as we kind of think of wrapping up the season, we wanted to do an episode just on fruit, like Holy Spirit and fruit, and a very personal understanding of that. As we began the season with looking at the mysteries of the, our our own, you know, glorious, sorrowful, joyful, luminous mysteries, we want to close the season kind of in a full circle of you know what is the Lord doing in that? What has He done in the last several months in our lives? And so. For our scripture quote this episode, we're going to take from the Song of Songs. It's a very beautiful, beautiful book in the middle of the Bible. Song of Songs, chapter 4, verse 16. And it says, "'Awake, north wind, and come south wind. Blow on my garden, that its fragrance may spread everywhere. Let my beloved come into his garden and taste its choice fruits.'" And the quote from St. Hildegard of Bingen, and she says, Holy Spirit, making life alive, moving in all things, root of all creative being, cleansing the cosmos of every impurity, effacing guilt, anointing wounds. You are lustrous and praiseworthy life. You waken and reawaken everything that is in us. That is so St. Hildegard of Bingen. That reminds me a lot of you, Michelle and Heather, both of you. But Michelle, you want to share with our listeners kind of what stirs in your heart as we talk about the very stirring quotes?
2: Yeah, I think for me, like when we were just, I think there's a really good spiritual practice or spiritual discipline to stop and pause and remember. Like, remember, like, mm-hmm. what are the things that the Lord spoke to us this season? Because mm-hmm. as we said often, many times on the podcast, like we're on a journey, so we need to remember, like kind of like little signposts on the journey. Like, what has the Lord done? And reflect and remember. And I think that's a really important practice. And when I was thinking about it, or praying about this, just awake And where have the areas that I've been sleepwalking through my life? And what are the areas the Lord has been really awakening me? I think one of the things we touched on over Lent was just awakening me back to a love of the sacraments, Mm -hmm. a deep love of the sacraments, allowing the sacraments and the the church as a mother to heal me in an embodied way, which I've never approached the church that way before. I've never Mm -hmm. approached the sacraments that way before. And I think when I was reflecting on it this morning, praying about it, because I knew we were recording today, when I was like, All right, Lord, what was awakening me? And I think just this season has been a season of deep grief for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm starting to come out of the grief, you know, and out, usually out of grief comes life. Like that's the cycle of life, like grief comes life. And I was in a class this week and I saw a picture of one of the teachers. And she was a woman a little bit older than I am, and she had overalls on, and she was in our art studio, and she was barefoot, and her hair was in braids. Mm -hmm. And I started bawling. Mm. It makes me tear up now, because Mm. there was something so strong about that image. And the Lord's like, almost like, that's who you are, and you've forgotten. Mm. Like, there was something so strong in that image. Like, that's like, we're a place where you find home. And it was like, I was like, why am I getting so, like, why am I getting emotional now? Yeah. The Lord's like, pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to this ache in your heart. Pay attention to this desire in your heart. And it was like almost a reawakening of, oh, that is a desire and an ache in my true self. And that's mm-hmm. happened a couple different times in the mm-hmm. last two weeks with, like, a book I read or a picture I see or something. And it's like the Lord's like, come on. Yeah, awaken up, Sleeping Beauty. You've been awake. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've been sleeping. You've been walking mm-hmm. through the shadow of death. It's time for shadow of life. So... Yeah, that is me. What about you, Heather? What's the Lord awakening in you right now? A reawakening, yeah. A reawakening, thank you.
0: Michelle, I love that image. Right when you said I know, it, I yeah. started smiling because I'm like, girl, that is you. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. is so you. That's exactly how I picture you in these coming years, you know, mm-hmm. especially as like your kids are almost going to be out of the house soon and those empty nest years coming. But I'm like, I, I just see you as full of yeah, your creativity and all of that just, like, gushing out of you mm. in the best way. Thanks, anyway, friend. I just want to hang there for a sec. Mm. Um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> What's the Lord reawakening? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, wait, i just thinking about you and your overalls and your bare feet, girl. Overalls are What's great the Lord do. reawakening? Gosh, He is reawakening all kinds of things. It's hard, it's hard to put it into words, actually. I feel like He has reawakened a deep, deep love for him Mm. in this last season. And it's not like I forgot. (laughs) It's just, Mm -hmm. it just has gone so, so, so deep. I think he's reawakened emotions in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. in a lot of different areas for me. So that's one of them that I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. quite intensely. And it's not like it's like sunshine and roses and I feel like I'm just skipping through the fields with Jesus right now. That's it's, It's not really how it feels, but It's sort of like this both and in the midst of some deep suffering, like his love has been overwhelming to me. Mm. But my Mm -hmm. love for him has been overwhelming to me also. Mm -hmm. Like it just, I just uh, regularly find myself in tears, just pouring out love on his feet. That's Mm. been the experience as of late. So it's very deep, very intimate, very special. And I'm. I don't, I don't know what to do with it all. That's how it feels. It's like, it's, it's an interesting stage of life to be, as you can tell, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm still unpacking a lot of that Mm -hmm. and wondering what the Lord wants me to do with all of that. And, and I don't feel that in the way of like, Oh Lord, what do you want me to do for you? It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel this, like do less and just love him more, Mm -hmm. just love him more. Mm -hmm. Just let the love pour out more. Yeah. I'm just pressing into all the ways to do that. So mm-hmm. that's one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could say probably 20 things, but sister, mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah, we probably all could. Yeah. I think the
1: Lord this last season has been reawakening desire in deeper levels and healing desire and integration of me and just noticing, you know, just all the aspects of, you know, the human person of, you know, our, we, you know, we talk about being, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and, and as men and women, right. And, and the the deep desire for deeper integration there and going to even deeper levels of, of healing and yeah, of honesty, like that's my word for the year of honest. And I think letting go of certain things like letting go of old ways and old systems that are, that are not helpful, that are not healthy and Allowing that place, my heart to be filled with what the Lord is inviting me to. So I think, yeah, I think desire, like our our longing for what the unmet goods in our life, our longing for good, our longing to be immersed in beauty and goodness and truth and all the things that C.S. Lewis writes so beautifully about that just captivates our hearts many times. Of just seeing that in myself, of yeah, like the song, the song of the little girl, right? The song of of those places of creativity and and to be able to pour out in that regard of, of how God is, you know, opening my heart and leading me there. So yeah, it's very tender. Isn't it? All these places are very tender and, you know, we're sharing them in a way that's very reverent, but also just as human beings, they're just tender. Like they're not, it's not easy to share those things. And So, just kind of reverencing that place as well. So, I think, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, here we are in the season of spring, you know, about to go into summer, and the things are blooming, and there's pollen, and there's bees. And I just think, even being immersed in the springtime, which might sound like cliched, but it's just been very healing for my heart to be in a place as I travel Mm -hmm. just to to encounter spring. I'm like, oh, that's so. So be deeply beautiful, I love it. Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful, friend. Yeah. So maybe we could just spend some time, and we'll put all these questions in the show notes, which might be a great conversation for you and the Lord in your journaling time, and also just if you have a small group or just you know in, in your different friendships, just some perhaps deeper intentional questions. And so maybe we get to a couple of these. So Michelle, for you, what seeds have been planted in this last season, this past season since we began in the last several months? What what are some seeds that you notice the Lord has been planting in your heart?
2: I think the seeds of slowness and quiet, Mm. like this has been a seeds of slow and quiet for me. It's been a lot of time really learning a deeper intimacy with the Lord. And I thought it would look a different way. Isn't that it? I think the older I get, I'm okay with mystery. Mm. I'm okay with not knowing. I'm okay with that things are going to be organic and messy. And I think for so often I try to be, like, hypervigilant mm-hmm. and control the mess because that meant chaos and that meant things were out of control and that would just trigger stuff from my story when I was young. So I would avoid that. But I realized if you don't have the mess, then it's almost like artificial living mm-hmm. and it's not true fruit. And, like, if you really want organic, good, juicy fruit, it's going to be messy and there's going to be just stuff in you just to have to – Allow it, and I always really, you know, there was one of those quotes from Benedict that really annoyed me. You know, we were not made for comfort, we were made for greatness. I'm always like, ah, I like comfort. But what I was realizing in the last couple weeks, I've been thinking about that quote for some reason. And the Lord is like, You're not made for comfort, you're made for a comforter, Mm. like you're made for me, and I will comfort you. And you really are replacing a different, a deeper trust. In him and his capability and being okay with the mess. Mm -hmm. So it's like a seed of chaos and messiness. And like I said, a seed of mystery. It's okay, but I don't know because he's sovereign and really leaning into his sovereignty and his ways are not our ways. So. We can either go with that or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not working. Not going for it. So, like, we might as well try to go with it. <laughs> and so.
1: But I think embracing mystery, and I'm sure Heather, you probably agree. I think embracing mystery is is part of maturity. You know, it's like part yes. of. Just the the just the different pieces that we don't understand. It's not like a mystery to be solved. It's not like, you know, the FBI or something. But we talk about, you know, like the mystery of our faith and of, of something often beyond our comprehension. And I think being okay mm-hmm. with mystery and receiving mystery and, and going into more deeply, uh, there's something about that that comes, I think, with maturity. Like of, of holding all those pieces together and, and not having to fix it or save or rescue or be the Savior. But... Lord, sitting with suffering, or like Lord, I don't understand this, but I I trust you. Yes. You know, I don't understand how this is going to fit mm-hmm. together. I don't I don't get this, or even the beauty Lord, I don't even understand like the beauty Lord, but I, I
0: trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a in in the mystery. There's more of a like a a long game kind of uh, like a mm-hmm. receptivity to the long road. You know that often yes. I didn't feel like when I was younger, it was like I want to figure this out right now. I got to get this settled now. I got to work mm-hmm. on this now, and and all of that. It doesn't mean that in these years, I'm becoming inactive. I think I'm just more open to the longer pathway that sometimes Mm -hmm. things just take a long time to unfold. Mm -hmm. And so to be in that in between of not just waiting, but partly waiting, you're partly moving, but it's slow. You're just trying to stay in the pace of God and like not rush ahead. And I find my heart is more open to trusting him in all of that. Mm-hmm. So there's like an ease that's coming with the long places, the long journeys, the long mm-hmm. sufferings or the desires unmet or aches that have no place haven't found a home yet. So, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's part of it for me too.
1: What about for you, Heather, what seeds have been planted or maybe we can go on to our next question here also as well, either one. What needs to be nurtured or tended to in your heart would you say this season?
0: yeah i think some of the some of these questions are like melding together for me which i think mm-hmm. they probably are for you as well as i think about different aspects mm-hmm. i'm like oh there's some desires that have been sort of planted that mm-hmm. the lord has partially reawakened in some way one of them would be for community i don't know what that means i'm opening up you know to certain to certain things so that's something that needs to be nurtured the things that the lord has been planting in my heart or stirring or the excavating that's going on in there. I feel like I'm trying to be very attentive to my inner world and these parts of myself that I think I've set aside for a long time. There's a lot of desire, a lot of things that I think I need, that I like truly need. And I've just Mm -hmm. set it aside for so long. And I feel like this is a place that the Lord is like, It's time to spend some attention here where normally I'll just keep going, no, 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 that's not as important. I'll meet these people's needs or whoever is like right in front of me. And the Lord is really asking me to take my own needs very seriously and how those are being met. And that, that might sound really easy for some people. That's not easy for me. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not easy to say what they are. It's not easy to not take care of it myself. It's, very hard to bring that to other people. It's easy to bring it to Jesus. (laughs) Very Mm -hmm. hard to like open up these other parts of my heart to other people. So I feel like I have to be very careful, like filled with care, I mean, about these places Mm -hmm. in my heart that I think have been taking a lot of damage for a long time. Yeah, They need to be loved and nurtured Mm -hmm. well, if that
2: makes Mm -hmm. sense. Oh, completely. Mm -hmm. Completely. How about you, sister?
1: Yeah, I think that, yeah, just think of like the – Yeah, like like you both of you are talking about like those deep desires for creativity or for attending to those places of our heart, and and this is not we're not talking about self-centeredness or like oh this is all about me. We're talking about just responding to the way God made us and how He relates to us and. I think those places of our hearts—I just, you know—have this image of like a cocoon, you know, like a cocoon mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. things have to be tended to. And if, if like you tried, you know, as little kids when you when you did that in science, like third grade science class, you caught a, you know, got, went out, got a cocoon, or like, you know, and you watched it turn into a butterfly, like the little caterpillar turned into a butterfly. And if you try to force a cocoon open, it kills the little animal inside. You know, it kills a caterpillar, the caterpillar that it never develops. And just the Lord's timing of that, and and the environment that it takes, and the ne- the necessary care, and the and the love, and the prayer, and I, just all of, I, gosh, you know, just all of that. So it continues to, yeah, to rise and grow. And I think bringing those places to the Lord and the the people that I love very much that know me deeply, and praying together in those places, and letting the Lord come to them. And letting Him open them in His own time. And I, yeah, just the time, I've been very convicted lately about the timing of the Lord. <laughs> this, mm-hmm. That His timing mm-hmm. is everything and just His providence. And we all have moments in our life where we say, thank God, this didn't happen to me a year ago. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for this. Or mm-hmm. I couldn't have faced this. Or, you know, it's not just bad things or th- things that are suffering for us, but like beautiful things. of like, oh my gosh, thank God, I could not have appreciated that until this, this time. Mm-hmm. And so... I think those are the the deep and tender places that the Lord nurtures and cares for that are entrusted to us and also to, to the people with which we walk to, because we're not meant to walk in isolation. So I think that's mm-hmm. what I noticed kind of, yeah, in my own heart at this time. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Michelle, what about for you? What do you see in your life that nurture tended or, I mean, is pruned or choice fruits or what? are I mean, all the questions are on the show notes, but what about you? What are you, what's stirring in your heart as we talk about these things?
2: Yeah, very similar to both of you. Yeah. Very similar to both of you. Like I think I said sister this week, like I'm learning like the litany of tending to my own heart and what my own heart needs and what is like I think for me, I've abandoned myself in ways. Mm -hmm. And so, and in that self abandonment, it can turn to selfishness instead, Mm -hmm. but like as I'm learning, yeah. you know, and learning just the movements in my own heart to ask other people like, hey, this is what I need from you in a life-giving way, like where it's mutual giving mm-hmm. and receiving and where I'm a really good giver in a lot of ways. Or if I feel like I'm not, my gifts aren't received or if I get like, don't have really good boundaries, then I'm a taker. Like, but I'm a mean taker, like, oh, like, <laughs> why am mm-hmm. I not getting this? Where it's like, okay, that's immaturity in me. Like that's something, a part of myself that when I was little, like I like, I abandoned and I need to go back there. Mm-hmm. And the Lord really needs to heal that part to come. But like a simple conversation, like like Chris and I will walk and process things and I will ask him a lot of questions and my husband is a great communicator often much better than I am but I'm like honey I need you to physically ask me how my day is how my heart is and what I'm getting like Mm -hmm. and he's like oh I don't and I'm like no he's like well I just expected you to tell me these things like Mm -hmm. you volunteer I'm like I know I usually will volunteer the information but it makes me feel like you're really ready to receive it if you ask the questions Mm -hmm. he's like okay great and he was totally (laughs) fine with it you know and like but the day before I'm thinking like why is he not asking me this question? And I'm like okay hello you're a mature adult you can tell him what you need. Mm-hmm, yeah so mm-hmm. it's beautiful that and I think one of the things the lord is really just pruning for me is self-justification.
1: Mm.
2: Justifying things that okay, well, this is part of my story. So this is the reason why I do that. Mm -hmm. And when I justify, the Lord can't purify is what I've really been getting and praying for. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was praying yesterday and that was the word, like, he's like, if you justify this, then I can't purify it and Mm -hmm. it will not be refined, Michelle, and it will be a heavy yoke upon you. And I was like, okay, all right. And so the ways I've justified myself, and really that's a posture of my heart, where I put a wall or where I've frozen the Lord out or a behavior that I just don't want to let go of. Like I'm justified in this response Mm -hmm. or this behavior or this. And you may be like, you may be right, but right doesn't mean unnecessarily holy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, (laughs) know, like you may be right technically, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean because your heart is not right. And so a lesson I'm learning on Mm -hmm. the journey here. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to flip back. So what do you feel like the Lord is blooming right now in your life or what fruit do you see? That is starting to come to fruition right now in your life. Heather?
0: Oh, shoot. <laughs> These are hard questions because they are. it puts me in a very, very vulnerable yeah, place. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm just in a very interesting and vulnerable season of life. That's just yeah. honest, you know. Yeah. So the fruit that's being born doesn't feel good to me right now. Other yeah. than the love part, that, that is really precious to me. And I'm just like, I just can't. I just can't even with the gift of that consolation that God is giving me. Because the other fruit that I'm seeing doesn't feel good. It hurts right mm. now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's almost like a... When you see like something bursting out of the ground, like it has to break through. There's like a pushing that's yeah. happening. Yes. And I, I feel that in the fruit that's coming. So it's not like this big juicy fruit yet is just like coming coming into being. It's cracking through some stuff. So there's a pain yeah. involved with it because mm-hmm. it's not easy for me to feel to the depth of which I'm feeling right now. So that's a good fruit actually that my emotions and my inner and mm-hmm. outer world are starting to come into sync with each other. But it's also painful because I have to also shed this other part. It's like two things are happening simultaneously. Fruit's being born and I'm having to shed this old husk or whatever it mm-hmm. might be around it that is like a protective layer. So all my normal ways of doing things are starting to fall off and that feels very exposing it's like mm. yes new little blooms seem very gentle don't they they seem very vulnerable and tender that's that's how i feel on the inside and the outside actually right now so i think i'm i'm definitely feeling a lot more and that's that's good that's a really good mm-hmm. fruit that's mm-hmm. coming i'm becoming very aware of Different parts of myself that I had hidden for a long time, not hidden as in like a bad way, but I just had sort of put them aside, maybe put them in a in a chest, you know, and like closed the hatch on it for a bit, and so those parts are starting to come out, and i'm I'm learning to one love those parts of myself, but also let the Lord love them, especially the places that I think I've felt quite quite little, mm-hmm. you know quite alone in some mm-hmm. ways. And so I'm, yeah, I'm starting to put some value on my needs, on certain parts of myself that I think I had just kept overlooking, kept side, you know, just I'll just put it to the side, put it to the side, put it to the mm-hmm. side. So it wasn't like I was intentionally like rejecting parts of myself or not embracing some of my needs, but... I just realized wow I'm I'm in a certain pattern of a pattern of operating that has not been working for me in lots of areas for a long time and those are good things to change so the change is happening the fruit is starting to come but there's also the fallout of other relationships because now I'm operating differently in relationships and that's different for people too so that doesn't mm-hmm. always feel good like that's just no, like that's oh hilarious. wow we're all learning like all the new things I feel Bad because I'm sort of veiling some of what I'm saying, and I hope it's making sense. Yeah, but I hope it's making sense is what I'm saying. I feel okay about that, but I hope it's
1: making sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, because like we said, Mm -hmm. these are these are these are tender places, and yeah, those are it's a deep work that the Lord is doing, and I think yeah, it's it's a. It's. I it feels like it feels like a pruning and also a revelation at the same time. And mm-hmm. like what you were saying, mm-hmm. Michelle, like you, you know, you can't have anything purified that we self justify. And I think we all do that. <laughs> like we all like double down on our things, or it's like, well, this is how I always do things, or this is how. And I, I've just, I have had so many, so many experiences recently where I've been in a certain situation where I usually respond in a certain way. I've had tangible moments of him coming into that moment, saying, "You now have the ability to respond differently if you want to." You, mm-hmm. if you I have walked you through this I love you so much I'm here with you you can at this moment choose to respond differently and just seeing the places when I do and when I don't it's just amazing so I can see that I can see that choice fruit of of the deeper maturity of a deeper response of places where in my heart I would run away or shut down but that I find myself being able to stay present or or speak a truth that I'm afraid I might be abandoned for but I can actually speak it. And then the places where I just like, no, I, don't, I, don't want to. I just want to you know, do what I'm used to doing, you know? And it's the, the difference is, so it's like the deeper pruning there and not, not out of accusation of the Lord, but why do we prune things? We prune things and we prune them heavily at times so they can grow to their full maturity, so they can grow the choice fruit, so they can come to a deeper rootedness. And that's our whole life. I just realized more and more, like, nobody has their stuff together. We're, we are all on a journey together and we're all just so little and God help us all that we ever pretend that we're not. It's just like we just need that we need a savior, we need a lover, we need oh, we need, we need Jesus. We need him so much. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, even you mentioning those different parts, I was in a conversation with someone, it was very brief, but it's really hung with me that sometimes we just relate to God in certain parts of his identity and personality. Mm-hmm. And then we don't relate to these other parts. So it's like we might relate to him as friend, but we don't relate to him as Lord or we mm-hmm. might relate mm-hmm. to him, you know, as like King, but not lover. Mm-hmm. And I feel that movement like in my own heart that Jesus is, is like I want you to love all of me and oh, receive amen. all of who I am and vice versa. I'm like, whoo It's good. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know? It
1: is. So that might be something, friends, this summer as you you sit with these things and walk with them of, you know, seeing in your own heart what the Lord is doing and, and what he's awakening and what he's pruning and what he's nurturing and yeah, so any, any last words before we go into our One Things and kind of wrap this season up? Michelle, anything you want to offer our listeners as we finish the season here?
2: No, I think one last lesson, like I think the Lord is teaching me, and I think all of us, I think with what's happened in the world the last three or four years, we've really partnered with fear in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the things the Lord has really imprinted on my heart, especially the last three or four days, is like you have to let fear go. Like, you have made agreements with fear, and you need to break these agreements and renounce them so that you can allow me to love you perfectly, like perfect love casts off fear. Mm -hmm. But also, the Lord wants a fearless bride Mm -hmm. that comes to him with open abandonment. He wants one that just jumps into his arms and is not fearful. Mm -hmm. And like it says in Chronicles of Narnia, you know, he isn't safe, but he is good. Mm -hmm. And so just to really come to him with full abandonment and with faith, with arms of faith and not fear. That's a good word. It's all of us. I think all of us are on there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: you know, mm-hmm. And we're on the journey with you people. Pilgrims in the progress. I we mean, are, aren't yeah. we all?
1: We're, we are pilgrims on the journey. Whatever. That's just yeah, song from the 70s. There you go. Break it out. Like Sister so just had to throw that in there. Heather, the
0: worship leader, is cringing now. Her, <laughs> I was going to start singing No Longer Slaves to Fear. But Her, yeah. I just I just threw it back way <laughs> back to the 70s. If you want to go OCP, you go, girl. You go. <laughs>
1: Oh, all right, dear Heather, what is your one thing? What is your last one thing of season 12 that you want to share with our listeners?
0: Okay, I have two. Um, This is very appropriate for this particular episode. Mm -hmm. It's a song called Tend by Bethel. You all will love it when you listen to this episode. It is just so on point in the landscape of my life. You don't rush through any season. You take your time with your careful hand. Okay. It's so good. So just jump into that song. The Mm -hmm. other one is my fruit salad tree. I mentioned this in previous seasons. We planted it at our property. I said, what a time to be alive. We have a tree that has been grafted with five different fruits on it. Now there is lots of little blooms out there. I don't see fruit yet, but it's just seemed to go with this episode, but it is like flowers all over it. So I'm banking on some little fruit popping off that baby mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. I'll take a picture. I love that there tree. You go, Heather. Anyway, I'm Michelle. So glad. Michelle.
2: Mine is a song by Rachel Morley called "Before, Behind, Beside," and it's basically based on the prayer of Saint Patrick. And it is from a beautiful live album, but it is gorgeous. It is like an anthem and a prayer all at one time. And that girl is just anointed. So I will put that in the show notes, Sister. What is your one
1: thing? Well, I'm changing it right now, mid-season or mid-moment, because I was just thinking <gasps> of something. So I just had the re- I had the opportunity to be with uh, the Flourish Conference, Lisa Brennick Myers Conference, Walking with Purpose, nice. and Sarah Kroger, who I just absolutely love, who's just stunningly gorgeous in every way. She did the she led the worship and Amen. she sang a song she wrote called Detour, and it we were all weeping like the, the heart mm. of this chorus says, you know, I've come to realize that the, the detour is the road and it's like when detours happen, it's mm. not Lord, you don't love me, that you don't care about me, but the detour is the road. And so I just want to give a shout out to Sarah and just her honest, vulnerable heart as she writes and sharing from just, you know, her own story and her own journey, which is so it makes everybody, everybody can relate to that. So Sarah Kroger's song detour is my one thing. Um, Ooh, to I end heard the oh, season yeah I, I had to make sure it's like even out. I was like probably like I'll double check that but yeah it's I was like, oh it was so beautiful so beautiful so. Anyway, well, thank you, dear friends, for joining us for season 12. It's just been so delightful. Thank you to all of our listeners, all of our supporters, all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you. Just thank you so much. It is always a delightful encounter to to just see you wherever we go and to receive your emails and all of your comments on social media. We, We just bless you. We wish you a very fruitful and blessed summer. And let's just continue to allow the Lord to tend and to cultivate and to plant and to prune and to bring everything into the fullness of life. So until next time, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend and leave us a review? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful coffee mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints in our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Body Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through the Patreon website, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as recipes, music playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information at patreon.com slash abiding together podcast. Thank you so much and God bless you.